Hello, everyone. This is Madhumita Mantri. I'm a product lead at uh, Stratry. It's an early stage startup in Bay Area in uh, real-time analytics and anomaly detection space. And prior to this, I've worked on multiple companies in Bay Area, as you can see in my intro. Uh, today's session is going to be with Suravi. Uh, she, uh, I'll let her introduce um, prior to that, I just wanted to quickly mention what's the topic of our discussion. It's uh, rewards and challenges of building zero to one uh, products. Uh, so we has a lot of experience in that area and she's going to cover um, that in depth. And then I will be adding on anything related to data and AI product. That is what my background. And I'll just add on uh, wherever it is um going to add some value. Um, today in this session, episode one, we'll be covering defining a, a problem statement and then building the product. There are a um, couple of questions I have. First, I'll go through. And if you have question, type in in chat or um, I'll unmute yourself once you raise hand and then you can ask your question. We want the session to be really interactive and uh, stay tuned for episode two. In the episode two, we will be covering a lot of interesting topics similar to this and uh, you can uh, tune into that later in the week we'll be publishing or promoting that event so with that uh, I'll um, let Shurvi introduce yourself uh, tell me about your background your career success in product management and uh, something not on your LinkedIn profile okay that's gonna be interesting <laughs> hi everyone and hi Madhumita um, yeah, so I, I I can quickly share my background in product. Uh, when I moved to California in 2014-ish timeframe, I've worked with startups building both B2C as well as B2B kind of products. And I started my career in product management on startups. I do have an engineering background and then I was in consulting and moved to product. And yeah, so I started with startups and then moved into larger organizations like Tesla, Meta, and currently at Zooks. I really like building something zero to one, um, whether it's a larger company or a startup. Mostly in Tesla, I got this initiative to build something for global sales. It was a new product. Similarly, in Meta, community chats was new within the larger framework of Messenger and Instagram. So it, it comes with different challenges when you have to build something new in an existing ecosystem without bugging 2 billion users <laughs> and then because they can just stop the app if you build something new. And then in Zooks, we are building RoboTaxi and um, it's a completely new initiative. Uh, nothing done before like that, like because you're on vehicle. And then I am doing the mobile, the website and anything customer communication side of things. So yeah, uh, other than this, I... You are something not on my LinkedIn. Yeah, so something not on my LinkedIn. Yeah, I am. Um, I am not only like this product is like really my deep passion. But other than that, I do like I'm curious and product management career helps in satisfying that because no two weeks are same. You are in different initiatives, different phases of your product. So my curiosity generally... Lead, led me to do different things like I went to a contest in Miss California it was like okay I just I think sometimes you just have to show up prepare and show up so I think it was on LinkedIn I don't remember it's currently on LinkedIn but yeah that was something and then I went to New York Fashion Week um, a few years ago so I just think you learn from these experiences in life and it's one life and you don't have to be master of everything. You can be jacked some places, but give it a shot. And similarly in product, it helps like you go out of your box, like you're thinking and try something new. Yeah. I will, yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> wow, that's a great introduction and really inspiring your background. Like you have worked in so many companies and great to have your experience like working on a small startup and a big startup and the fun part you just shared that we did not know about at least I did not know like great to know that um, speaking to Miss California and 
uh, fast. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, so um, I think without further ado, I'll just dive into the topic of the uh, day today. So we'll start with defining the problem, uh, which is very, very critical in zero to one building a product. Of course, everyone has its own journey. Some, sometimes it is intentional. Sometimes it is not. People learn and get to it. So um, my first question to you on this uh, section is, what is the problem that the product uh, is trying to solve and why it is worth solving and how can someone validate it? So that's a thought that everyone gets to start with. Like everyone is excited of building a zero to one product, but these are the questions most of the time people start, like who are starting fresh struggle with. So if you can share um, your experience um, in some uh, non-traditional product, I understand you can't disclose your company's product, but can pick anything that is close to you and you can share. Um, yeah, happy to take any example. Um, yeah, pick any product because it's mostly the thinking and let's pick a product that many people know because we would need something you want to take a um, mature product so that uh, since we're um, in the right share at least like the advanced tech of right right share why don't we pick up like uber in general and uh, go through it uh, i see plus one um sure, uber is good and yeah currently i'm not in right sharing because we are doing like right sharing needs different type formats but yeah uber should be fine and if there is something coming with current work and i'll have to pause there but yeah since Santana is also on the line, I'll just quickly validate. Santana, you're good with um, taking up the Uber use case. Not sure his able. We can, we can take Uber. That should be fine. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, so actually, um, let's take something new that Uber wants to build. Because we know... so. Actually, let's take a step back with what I do generally, even before choosing a role, right? That I need to see, is there a passion with the mission? Can I do, can I really feel that I want to solve or make world better in this particular domain? Because every company has some problem that they are solving, which is related to their mission. Like Facebook wants to connect, Meta wants to connect people. They're giving tools, make world more connected. Google wants to help people by making information more searchable. And everything is generally aligned on that particular framework. There might be some fintech companies who are helping people feel empowered. Tesla was more into renewable energy. I, I think as a PM, you, your role could be very like, because the skills are very transferable, but do you resonate with the domain? So generally I start there because there are thousands of things that you can do in this world to make this world better. But how do you see what you want to solve, right? And that's how I think companies also start to founders also start, they generally feel the problem firsthand and, or they think there is a market and that's where you need to see that whether you are skilled, equipped with everything and that comes from your inner passion as well. So just just little bit, I think really helps uh, to become successful in a role because I personally think if I'm in a domain that I don't resonate, it's, it's not worth solving of a problem. How can I convince others to believe in what I'm doing, right? So that would be generally like my first thing, but let's say you have landed a role or it's your own startup and definitely then you have identified the problem. But now, so you're, because you've asked me a lot of questions, can we like take it step by step? Like, so let's say you are in Uber, a PM of Uber. So I would really deeply understand what is the mission of Uber? What problems in the world it's trying to solve because in order to convince your leadership that let's say you want to do something different you need to tie down to the top company level goals and that's where you would want to understand what's the mission of uber and how your product fits into that if you're building something new it's more important rather than building something on the roadmap right because i'm assuming here you are playing a strategic role as well where you are bringing in something that resonates let's say if you want to say oh we should start um something 
to connect people in terms of dating. Maybe I'm just taking randomly. It may not resonate, but if you see, oh yeah, people, it can resonate with Uber's mission, then it makes sense. Maybe intra-city, um, intercity rides, there is currently, I don't think there is a service. So you can say, okay, what's the problem and why Uber can solve it best. It's well positioned. That's how for any new initiative, you have to really think how it's connected to your top level company initiative. Any anything you would like to add from your experience, and then we can jump on. You know, you, you can ask me any follow up questions before we jump to the next part. Yeah, sure. I have a quick follow up question, and then I can add also my experience uh, at LinkedIn and now my current startup. So my quick follow up question to you is: Yes, totally get like a new PM joining Uber, and they have fresh ideas and how they can go about launching something new. And you well, very well articulated the first thing the person needs to understand, like what's the Uber vision or mission for Uber in general? And then um, how if the idea or the fresh idea that is aligned with that goal and if it, if you more so important, like if you are connected to the problem, then you can articulate it uh, very well. So that's very well said. So the follow up question to that is like, if somebody is not working for a company like Uber and they're just an entrepreneur trying a new product off the ground, uh, so definitely there's no vision and mission. But uh, do you still recommend that to form a vision and mission in the beginning or do a couple of iteration to get there? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, great question. So I personally think at least as many entrepreneurs I know and I also started something I I wanted to do something so, so there are different type of people who become entrepreneurs some want to become an entrepreneur they don't have a problem at hand and then they search through problems some people are like they already see a problem then they're validated and they want to solve it and I think I see more people in the second category but let's say even if somebody's in the first category it's not like anyone they are going to the events or they are like meeting with other founders that they would they should not jump start to the next problem they are seeing they should really think is it the problem set space that they are committed to because I think hopping around or uh, is okay because you sometimes have to pivot but still are you what are you solving in the world what's your purpose right it's important because you have to spend too much energy time and your life perhaps because you can't be doing 20 different things in this life right at some point maybe you can so I think that resonance is important if something is not clicking to you at all I personally think it may not be the best idea so, because I think of it like this is something I just I was sharing with a friend what is product management and you know this something came to me imagine that you have somewhere a genie who can solve some problems, don't think how it can solve. You are going to build that product and Genie is going to help you. So now there are hundreds of problems in the world. Which problem, this Genie can only solve, give you power of solving one problem. Which problem do you want to solve? So that's like starting a startup, getting funding, getting the resources. You have the potential to solve, but what area do you want to focus on? That's where I think that you really need to understand not only from your perspective, but also is, is it a large enough problem? So validation of problems like, okay, I think it's a problem, but I'm not building a product for just myself. Are other people also gonna, also people, other people also face the same problem. And then you have to evaluate, you want to solve it for masses, for a particular segment. Those are again, little bit down this stream decisions, but are very important because you have, you're building something to, of course to do good in the world but also you're building a business out of it right so that's where you validate the market where do you want to solve for how large of an audience target market right then your pricing promotion everything goes on to that where you should have some some idea early on not like you built a product and then you're like okay how do i sell it that is not something that builds a successful business always sometimes of course people do it other way around where they are super passionate they build something but I think doing that friends and family test seeing how people are solving the problem today helps you in validating that it's not something you are only thinking but others are also facing and maybe 
you can get better ideas to solve the problem. So initially, I would just focus on defining the problem really, really well. I will not worry how I'm going to solve it. Because I also know certain, some friends, some entrepreneurs, not entrepreneurs, these people generally don't become entrepreneurs. Sorry. They have an idea to solve a problem. And they are like very much engrossed in the idea rather than on the problem. So even if you have an idea, I think I'll go back to the problem that, okay, this is the problem. This is a way to solve because, you know, that's the product life cycle and journey. You might have to change the way you solve multiple times. I hope we all become successful in the first way, but the idea is to really understand the problem, then solve it in multiple different ways. That's how you can evolve your company. Otherwise, it's something really small, right? Yeah. So I would spend, I read this quote from Einstein. He used to spend 95% of his time in, solve, in understanding the problem and then 5% in the solution. So initially, at least have that mindset. Did yeah. I answer your question? Yeah, you did. Um, so uh, you totally did. And thanks for uh, sharing and going in depth. Uh, this is going to be really valuable for people who are listening to it. Uh, I just wanted to add, um, as you were saying, like from my experience, and you touched upon one interesting thing, like where people are building something ground up without uh, thinking like whether I'm ready for selling or like more from thinking from the business angle. So I was part of an interesting journey at LinkedIn. Uh, so we were part of the war rooms that usually happens when some business metrics goes down and a bunch of people <laughs> will huddle in a room, like including like sometimes at a CEO as well, like in early days of LinkedIn and business operations team, data science, and everybody is looking at like what went wrong and why went wrong. And uh, uh, back then, like the tech lead I was working with, and uh, he found um, an interesting problem that it is taking like quite a long time for sometimes it takes weeks and months to even find the root cause. And at that time, uh, I'm talking about a couple of years back when like the mm -hmm. insights uh, were not able to be uh, like the root cause analysis could not be done so quickly. And uh, he was building a platform called Apache Pino, which is now a open source which provides real-time insights so uh, that they were already doing for like if you have seen people who viewed my profile is powered by that platform so if somebody visits your profile you can immediately see it reflected like those insights like real-time insights so you saw like maybe it's an interesting problem to go after solving it was more of bottoms up approach and as you mm -hmm. said, like the problem is clear, like the problem is to how quickly we can identify these issues in real time so that we can prevent any metristic impact of business because this is like driving business growth and metrics. And for LinkedIn, it was back then, like how much engagement we are getting or adoption and stuff like that. And any consumer product, like any of those metrics goes down. It is hard, right? Um, so, uh, so this product was born based on that problem and the first iteration of the product, like the solution, as you said, like it took some time to get to a solution that works for scale and try to solve like multiple use cases or um, at least um, solving like a large uh, group of people, their pain points rather than like very niche. So after doing that, I think the approach was interesting. Like we saw a lot of traction at LinkedIn and adoption. So the team decided to bring like in the co-founder, founded a company that's where mm -hmm. I'm working right now. And this product is now a part of this company where we are trying to sell to bigger audience because of the idea validation we got to do at LinkedIn. So it's a journey, as you said, it takes a couple of years, sometimes like especially platform products or data products takes that uh, own sweet time. Unlike like consumer facing product, you can iterate probably very quickly. Here, the cycles are pretty long. And but yeah, I just thought of sharing that interesting. Yeah, yeah, even physical products have longer cycles. So you need definitely more validation for digital products. Oh, yeah, like your manufacturing product or like Uber um, car, like I think yeah. somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah, but I think, you know, even in digital products, it's good to validate early on because they're, it's you have you have access to people and resources, so why not validate, right? Yes, totally. I think, yeah, go ahead. So I think you, somewhat you covered this, but in terms of, as you were talking, like, are you solving for a large audience, right? Mm -hmm. So 
what would be your recommendation based on uh, based on your experience like working at facebook or at a startup like how big the market should be like how people will draw that line um when it is worth going for an idea yeah that's a good one so generally in meta what you see there are a couple of ways i mean i can mention three to four ways and please feel free to add so first is if you're if you're a big company already have a set of products let's say instagram messenger you see if people are sometimes using some of your products features in a different way that's like a latent user behavior then you can see oh if i do it and help them do it like if we build something to help them to solve it in a more efficient way then it's automatically a product that you can create so it's like identifying users problem that your current product is not solving in the best possible manner but people are tweaking it to use in that format so that can validate that if you make it big and make it easy for people then people are going to use it and of course you can rely on research here you can ask your existing users so seeing that so for larger companies i've seen that works well especially in the consumer field because people are pretty smart <laughs> they found sometimes they give you ideas to create new use cases and then you can help them to do them better that's how this community chats was kind of born the product i used to work on other way is more like let's say you see a new trend coming in where let's say video is getting popular and you want to incorporate in your product i generally think that's not like really a problem but that's more like an opportunity driven thing so but then you don't just do like okay just let's this other product is doing so i want to do that that's more like competition focus but you see how you can maybe there is a problem that you're already solving and whether this new technology ai chatgpt or anything can it make our users life better so again you go back to the problem and see now if there is this new technology that's available can we do something by using that or you find a new problem usually because there is a company so you don't want to solve a completely new problem but adjustant maybe in the user journey or user life cycle if you are helping people with say checkout do you want to help them with reviews so i'm just like thinking from an enterprise product perspective so or you can also see what other products people are using when they are using your product that's a very good way to extend your product offerings right um third way is creating maybe going to new market so you can see what are the problems for your product that would not help users in this new market for example if you are um selling maybe building sunglasses and it's just for you know like preventing um like just for fashion maybe today helping people to get not like burn their eyes so if you want to help them maybe in let's say an event like burning man it's happening today it just comes to my mind randomly so what is the what do you want to modify to your sunglasses that people can use there it needs to be more robust because it's sandy the sun is brighter in the desert so you can because there are people who are already using your product and now they might have to buy some separate glasses maybe you don't want to buy like a 500 dollar glass so you want to offer a cheaper glass because it's just for an event so you extend your product offering because already you have lot of customers were buying but if you get to know that they are buying these glasses for other use cases from other vendors and you can offer that similarly for other maybe you don't have, you're not producing skiing glasses so you can see okay most of my customer base will also buy that so should we build that but again you see how many people are going to buy do you want to go in that market you ask your users can you meet their price point things like that and do you have the capability maybe skiing glasses require some different type of glass which is thinking out loud here and you don't have that capability then don't go after that right yeah totally makes sense well thanks for sharing all these uh, different uh, types of possibilities and opportunities out there in tied to a market like how big is the problem like to start with like you talked about facebook already you have a uh, i mean existing user base you can always tap in and uh, see if uh, i mean it's a big market to solve for uh, the problem like whether it's kind of fixed box to some extent because you can't go crazy out there and then the second one is like where you're uh, using the blue ocean strategy which is entering into a new market and then 
trying to, of course, uh, the challenge would be market penetration. But if you have a strong problem to go after, uh, would be interesting. And sometimes like, people who are interested in building zero to one, you don't need to be crazy, as you said. Um, you can always look at like what are other products out there and what you can do differently than that. And many people do that, actually. Like what is what are your differentiators? And as you build zero to one, product also in building your moat. Uh, I think that's an extremely valuable site to look at. So yeah, I think this information will yeah. definitely help people to um, evaluate like how big is the market and is it worth going after for that product. So this is an interesting Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for summarizing, Madhumi. The other things could be like you really understand your user well and right. see what are the other problems they are facing and can I'm you solve them? Or look at different users, right? Maybe if today you are fo focusing um, on teenagers, then you want to see as an adult, if they grow up, can you do something? Because they already love your product. They are the customers. So can you go in their different life cycle? Or you don't have certain customers today, but you are, let's say, maybe building a luxury car. Uh, uh, sorry, maybe luxury car, or otherwise the normal car, but you want to target a different segment, like how these companies like, uh, Honda, Toyota, does they have different segments and maybe they renamed it for brand thing, but they wanted to tap in a different type of customer base. So there are different strategies that you can use to build new, completely new products. Um, this is mostly for larger companies that we have discussed, but you also ask for entrepreneurs. So th that there, I think it's mostly, most of the entrepreneurs, zero to one products that startups, will they really think there is a problem they can have one, a better way to solve that problem. Maybe there are existing solutions or nobody has solved that problem. Then they really need to feel, they need to evaluate whether this problem is not like only within their uh, bubble. Is it really across more users? And then they should figure out how to solve it in the best possible manner and maybe get inspiration from how other products are doing. Sometimes you see that maybe some other industry is solving a problem and you can bring it to your industry and then it's a new way to solve that, right? Absolutely. I see uh, Mazaz has a question. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Uh, you can unmute and uh, you can also share your video if you want to and go ahead and ask your question. Hey, thank uh, you so much. Hi, everyone. Am I audible? Yeah, you are. Yes, uh, my this side, Majaz Hussain. I'm sorry I joined late. Actually, I am working right now. And uh, I was supposed to join. I was um, so desperate that I want to join uh, to learn something more about product management. Uh, today, I read the news that about Zometo launched AI chatbot to assist the customers in placing orders. So I want to know your thoughts in this. This is the age of AI, machine learning, all those stuffs going on. What is your take on this? Uh, this is my question. So, you know about Zomato. I, I really don't know. I haven't read it. If you want to give Yes, one. I will help you out in that. Zomato is uh, where we can uh, place our food orders. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. a delivery app, Zomato. It's, it's a delivery name. app. Yes, yes, exactly. So, what's your question specifically? Um, I know it launched AI chatbot to assist its customers to help with placing orders. It sounds great. Uh, what your question like specifically on this one? My what question is, what is your take on this? Is uh, really uh, it is going to help the customers? If yes, how? Means that's my question. I mean, are you asking, is it a worth problem to solve? Solve, yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, so, Reed, do you want to take that question first and I can... Uh, I, I really, I haven't, I really don't know about this company. Sorry about that, but I would like to know what's their like going back to our framework. What's your mission and what are they doing? Uh, and 
like what is their strategy i don't think we can really say is it good or not if it's day one but strategically we anal- analyze that hey does it resonate with what problem they are solving and what is it that they are like the chatbot what problem they are solving so maybe some context can help if you know about this product madhumita or do you want to like make yeah, a sure. it or something like that i can definitely try to answer what i am aware of this product like uh i mean we have done proof of concept with this uh, team is it available here why didn't i hear <laughs> don't the company in india it's oh, okay 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 doordash it's similar to doordash it's a food delivery okay. company so the way i see it's a worth problem or worth solution in fact like ai chatbot to me is a solution to a problem and it's going to assist the customers uh, in placing order so what i've seen usually um, the customer behavior like learning that in real time is very very important for a lot of these applications like if we talk about uh, uber eats as well right uh, if i'm placing an order and i go and search say i'm looking for um, italian food and i searched and in my location i could not find italian food i will just churn and go to doordash like there are so many competitive um like food delivery apps today so i will go to doordash and try to order from there so i think at that moment you are missing an opportunity right like where uber like just the matter of like it could not provide the um, like deliverable uh, sorry uh, the restaurants in that area which are like it providing italian because it may not have the inventory right it's a good learning and then there is a demand to it and people should um, react to it but generally what happens is if you don't have something online available ba- right then it's hard for you to learn like by the time you learn it is couple of weeks or months that there's a demand and people are uh, like we are losing people on the platform especially for consumer uh, facing applications like zomato or doordash right? it's very important like that it's directly translate to money to some extent so i guess on that aspect i can see like how ai, AI chatbot uh, can be very very helpful to assist customers to like if for whatever reason they could not find like guide them like this is how you can find their other alternatives and to retain them in your uh, website and sometimes it's also like where i'm frustrated like i've a bad thing got delivered or my items are missing and uh, if i'm just filing a ticket like i mean uh, i don't have somebody to talk to there's a huge difference like if you go to a shop like the in store shop experience is humans are present that human touch is missing in this product and bringing in the human touch like i see ai chatbot solving that pain point very well and in in that like again as you said like mapping to the vision and mission um i think jomato will definitely try to retain its user and convert them so Uh, tying it back and providing the best experience so that more and more people will come to Jomato and order food and not leave their platform. So I think it's a worth investment in that way. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Madhubita. I think that helps to add on to that. Um, so basically, the startbot is. I'm assuming because I've not used the product that mostly when I order with Uber Eats or DoorDash, you have to interact with the dasher. the delivery person on coordinating if you're living in an apartment complex or even while ordering food there is not oh, yeah, much great... time help available so this is as you said augmenting that real life customer experience when they are going to restaurant with the ai based chatbot which maybe understands me from as a customer and all these other customers uh, what is good in a restaurant help customers with the data right so definitely i think uh, as you said it help it's like giving better customer experience and service which is really required and maybe their kpis are to decrease the time that they are taking for average customer maybe there was a waiting time of 10 minutes before a real human can come in so this chatbot can solve the maybe not, maybe 20% of the problems i'm not saying 100% but let's say 50% also then it reduces the load on the real human agent and maybe people um get better answers and then they keep them engaged also for some time before somebody has to join to the human agent and then going to the right agent so definitely i don't know what's their what was their current problem but looks like these could be the problems long wait time not getting good answers or maybe there was no recommendation system so they are trying to implement that as well and making their delivery people more efficient i generally feel there is repetitive information many times 
um mm. that you are as a customer also sharing the same information and most of the people have same questions so what if a chatbot actually knows your data and provides that and maybe they know that you live in the city like i live in a huge community but there are maybe 5000 apartments so i'm just building out something small i'm thinking zomato would be city based kind of there are some local food delivery experts so they would know your community so well they don't have to bug you they can use this knowledge platform graph okay yeah absolutely i think you touch base uh, touch based on one interesting uh, area like when you were talking about like what if i mean as majaz was asking like he he wasn't sure it is worth problem solving and maybe there is not enough data available to validate that so in that case like usually pms take the path of building certain hypothesis and then validating it in different forums like ab test is like if you are consumer facing ab test is a good way to validate that like i remember long time back when i had launched sales sorry job finding bot on bing like when bing acquired linkedin study microsoft acquired linkedin so first uh, initiative we were trying out like how to launch conversational bots in bing experience so people can interact with linkedin's data and that wasn't a success but there was a hypothesis and idea that people will use it and how we found that was like this wasn't hypothesis went about validating and ab test gave a good result like where we uncovered that not many white collar professionals go to bing to search for jobs so that was an interesting of course it's a long time back things would have changed right now um, but that's another way to validate hypothesis Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate this. Awesome. With the interest of time, I'll quickly move to the other section. I know Shantanu, you were trying to um unmute yourself. So if you have a quick question, you can chime in. Otherwise, I'll move on to the next uh, section. No worries. Let's move on. Okay. Great. Hold on to your question, and we'll get to that. So uh, the next section is all about building the product. There are different aspects, like what are the key features we are building. how we are going to build what are the challenges and how would you measure success and get the product to market so there are interesting problems to share i know there's a lot of questions to answer but maybe sirvi you can take one example and give a walk through of these um areas so that people who are trying to build for the first time or building the product they can take some of these learnings pure madhumita um so basically you want to take an example and go through the let's say you have identified the problem validated the problem now how do we build it yes building it okay okay uh you want to go back to uber i think we didn't discuss through it much I, this will be connection uh we can go back to uber want to build a particular feature any feature you want in uber <laughs> happy to <laughs> um interesting so let's say uh, uber today doesn't know what's my favorite food and uh, i want an experience like as a personalized experience which would uh, based on my favorite food that will recommend like these are the restaurants you can go and order for okay i can all there's an alternative feature to that like where i can go and look up in the order history like what are the uh, orders i've placed um but this is i mean uh, as a user when i go i always end up searching like and then this is a common set of food that is favorite to me and i keep searching that again and again rather like it could have been one point click and i could have gone so say as a pm i'm deciding if i want to launch this feature and i the idea validation piece of course which we already covered somebody has done that due diligence now it's come to a point like yes let's uh, there's a good demand and a lot of people are going to use this feature let's talk about like how to build this feature and launch this feature sounds good yeah as you were speaking i went to uber eats and searched their mission because i don't remember it <laughs> so it says to make eating well effortless for everyone everywhere so the problem you are saying to solve this does resonates with the mission because it's making it effortless right because i was thinking you know sometimes uber eats inspires me to discover new things because i'm a different kind of user i want to explore something different and not go with repetition sometimes i was like okay but you know that's why i said i'm not building a product for myself because i would like oh do i want to build it that's what i was thinking but their mission 
is having resonance with what you said. So the problem we are trying to solve is make it easier for people to order their favorite food through Uber Eats. Okay, so we have validated the problem that many people want. They keep on ordering same thing or they love a particular pizza, some pizzas and they want to try different pizza options, right? From different restaurants. Okay, so as you said, just just give me, let me thought down my thoughts building this product. I would first see that okay again we are not going to validate how big the market and everything is just building implementing yes okay so again um i would start where uber eats is today not on day one because you already have a lot of user data restaurant data and we are going to serve our existing customers first rather than going after new customers here because it's more like building a recommendation system on their favorite uh, food again i would uh, try to really dot down to the problem that we are trying to help them to get to the favorite food and not the favorite restaurant here because then the value is less because they can just have one restaurant, two restaurants and keep on delivering. So I don't think that's the problem we are solving. But let's say somebody likes Indian food, help them to discover more options in that front and get them their favorite food. Correct. So, okay. So I would also establish some success metrics here that why are we solving this problem? Is it really going to be a game changer? So number of orders could be an easy metric. Is it going to increase the number of orders on the platform? Because that's what matters to Uber Eats, right? Their North Star should be that. And other helping metrics would be maybe it's taking an average of maybe 20 minutes, 15 minutes for someone to search for the restaurant, find something that they like. Uh, so are they churning out, as you said, going to another platform there? Maybe their mind has changed because if we see abandoned cart, so we are seeing some user behavior here. So I would really like to understand that how, if I build this feature, how I'm going to measure that I'm going in the right direction and we should continue to invest on that. So establishing some North Star metrics, some counter metrics that maybe we have hundreds of restaurants now only 10 of the restaurants are serving the most. We don't want that because the new restaurants won't come. We won't be able to diverse the traffic. Just uh, we have to look out for some downsides as well of doing it. So let's say that we put this North Star of increasing the number of orders as well as order time as a helpful um, metric along with that. Um, and so anything you want to add from data side? Yeah, no, I think you covered it all, like most of it, uh, building the product. I um... I can share more like now, how do you build? But here, just like, because I think before actually building, you really need to identify a way to know whether you are going in the right direction to prove your, to your teams that you are solving the right problem so that all stakeholders are aligned. Because anybody can say, hey, why are we building? If someone is like me, as I said, I was thinking, oh, do I really want to build it? kind of thing so if you know that this is really helping your product because the challenge for pms is there are so many problems and so many ideas to solve those problems the way you what you should invest in is it really going to be a game changer and i think uber eats does care about revenue becoming and becoming the best platform so how is it gonna help and if you're building it how it helps the top line company metrics is super important now if we come to building phase it's about you need all this insights, all these insights here that your recommendations should be good to users. It's not like you have built something, but that's not helping users, but in fact, wasting their time or giving them wrong choices because then you're going to lose the trust. So really having, I think for this, you would need data as you were saying. So how to start collecting that before even building the feature? Because maybe in the background, you will start analyzing what you have. What is the gap today? What you need? Maybe have more inventory from restaurants. What is popular in their uh, offline orders as well, outside Uber. So you get those information inputs as well. And maybe you can ask user a survey what they really like. Because maybe um, 
I always end up ordering where the time is less, but it's not my favorite food. Usually that's what happens with me when I'm starving, then I think I should order it over and then I look at, okay, what is going to be delivered soon? And my thinking is that, okay, out of these two, three places, if something is coming in 25 minutes, I'm just going to go with that. But that may not be my favorite food. So just ask me what do I like. So I think what I'm trying to say is get some background information here to see if you have the data. If you don't have, get that data and then really working with your cross-functional teams here that how you're going to give the best user experience. Where do you want to like go next? Like, do you want to go in? I mean, for the purpose of this conversation, since we have a few minutes, where would people find most value the product experience? How do you launch it? What should we focus on? Yeah, so I think um, just for the completion of things, um, uh, I mean, of course, uh, I mean, I'd love Santan and Majaz to chime in also just to close on what you said just now, um, how data can be valuable uh, in the beginning of the uh, building a product and learning about the user patterns. I think it kind of boils down to quick validation, right? Uh, yes. Whether the feature is before you can scale even like the Absolutely. next while building like the next phase is always like once you've proven the value then scale like don't scale early on and yeah yeah excellent uh, point that um you have to maybe initially you don't even build all this just ask i mean generally these larger companies do some beta program or something because they don't want to launch it to global audience so you can just like build something very scrappy here rather than building your entire platform with all the tech stack yes. so that you see that our people going to use it. So that's where if you don't have, so this is a different type of data where you can ask your existing users, hey, would you like to have your favorite food delivered? Um, or you build something where you can just create something like a normal Google form or something, right? Where you can, instead of creating all these other fancier products, and ask some of your early adopters what kind of food they like or like whatever your product is and then see if you're able to provide that service and how satisfied their rating is earlier. They were giving you four-star review, now they're in five-star review. So again, the number of orders are increasing, the time is decreasing. So you know that you are going in the right direction. So that's like some sort of um, validation on your hypothesis that this is going to work. And yeah. then you roll it out again, build an MVP. Don't build the entire fancier product here with all the pictures and everything. You can start really small. Yeah. Um, Scrap yeah. small. And uh, I think foundation to that, as you said, like product analytics is very much important, collecting the right data. And most of the time uh, I've seen like that is the most ignored area. But I think that is very, very critical to have the data uh, collected the data and then understand the user behavior. Oh, yes. Yeah, to keep, you know, it helps, as I was saying, having your success metrics ready. Because let's say another product idea comes in and then the team wants to diverse your resources. How can you uh, be and very uh, objective about it? Which is the best way to solve this? What is the right problem to solve? If you don't know, this is just an add-on feature, then I wouldn't want to become a PM for such a product, right? It's not really moving any top line middle or anything, right? Like it's not helping my customers immensely because you that's where they generally say, oh, differentiate wants and needs. It's more like really, is it going to be that next 10x feature? I don't know. So without data, right? Because yeah. there can be so many different things that you can make the it can provide to make the experience better. But then it's also becomes like kitchen sink kind of a product where they're Let's say you keep on doing that, then eventually people are, users are confused. What do they do? So you don't want to do that. That's why identify the right way to measure what you are doing. This helps you to stay aligned, your stakeholders and your users as well, because they know this is the value they are getting in the company. Absolutely. So that's all I had. Alec. So I had a question around how does a big company think about defining a problem versus how a startup thinks about defining a problem given you guys have like worked in both the scenarios so usually so startup also depends on the face of the startup are you starting something new or you're already an existing startup and you are the pm there so the difference when i was talking more from someone who wants to start as an entrepreneur 
so bigger companies usually have a mission so your problem should resonate with that mission but when you are thinking okay i want to build something then you are the one who defines like this is where i want to contribute to the world i i i'm i'm not trying trying to make it sound like noble but really as a pm or as a builder you are making world better and mostly you will become successful if you have that desire and passion so that's the difference i was saying that in a larger company when you're selecting some role you need to see that do you resonate with that mission i personally don't resonate with everything in the planet maybe i resonate with certain problem areas more so i would want to have my contribution in that role but if i'm starting something then i know what are the problems that i see and i'm capable of solving building a team would i be able to commit myself for next 5 years for that at least i will see something long term and then define i might know the problem i might not know the mission i have worked in a startup which was really early it start uh, early stage startup and we didn't have the mission when i joined but there was a clear problem statement and then you know we worked with a lot of other people who help to define the values the mission and everything but having that clarity is really important but there is no other difference mission actually simon sinek has put it very nicely how uh, what your mission should be it should be like something that is understandable by any common person it should be focused on the problem on making the world better should not be tied to a technology because as i was saying facebook's mission is to help people to connect with each other provide tools to make people's connections better but it could be through events it could be tomorrow on a virtual like through the glasses ar glasses but it's all helping people to connect together so your mission never really changes but the way you create products around that and solve different problems can change through marketplace you are helping community to connect each other on commerce but again the original mission remains the same so yeah those are certain guidelines and you can google it uh, how to set a mission through simon sinek i found it personally very valuable yeah i've i've, I've, I've uh, listened to him okay great i know okay, guys i need to drop for her uh, meeting now. just a quick note uh, survi thanks for your time and uh, thanks for sharing like the problem validation and building next episode we'll look forward to validating and growing the product so really enjoyed the conversation and i'm sure people would have got valuable insights from this um if they want to reach out to you they'll reach out on linkedin uh, what is the good way like if they have questions yeah yeah linkedin is good and i generally post a lot of uh, things on linkedin articles so i would suggest go through those um first and then ask me more questions yeah because yeah. it Follow helps me your, find uh, answers you can comment on existing posts as well and maybe someone me or from my community can actually give a better answer and yeah. thanks madhumita for adding a really valuable content and thanks to you guys for interesting yeah. questions and the recording will be anyways available offline if anyone wants to consume it and hear you offline Okay. Bye everyone. Thanks for joining and making it interactive.